Kids. Right, we are going to be cheering on some of our favorite root vegetables today. What is a root vegetable? Well, it's a root and a vegetable. It grows underground and nourishes a plant. But we can dig them up and eat them and they will nourish us too. Like licorice or parsnip. And what better way to talk about root vegetables than rooting for them? We'll sing some cheers for root vegetables. Can you guess from our rhymes which root vegetable we are cheering for? Go team, go! Squash them like a tomato. Go team, go! We are the starchy... Potatoes! We can't be beat. We're purple lightning on our feet. We can't be beat because we literally are the... We want to win, fly high like a parrot, victory is orange, because we are the carrots. Our team is so hot, burn, burn it up. Our team is so quick, turn, turn, turn Take a swing, hit that ball, get a grand slam. Take a swing at Thanksgiving, let's go. Yes! Don't feel bad if your root knowledge is subpar. It's not a life skill you guys need. So, why are we talking about roots? Let's ask Paul. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. So Paul is saying our faith should be rooted in Jesus Christ. Yeah, so what do roots do? They hold up the tree and provide nutrients. Jesus can hold us up and provide us with spiritual nutrients. What would happen to a tree if a storm came and the tree didn't have any strong roots? It would get knocked down. So we live in an area of the country where there are hurricanes and palm trees have very shallow and weak roots. They're really easily blown over during the high winds. So oak trees on the opposite end, they have really strong, deep roots. These trees, they're really unlikely to be blown over during a storm. So just like an oak tree, if we build our lives and our faith on the Savior, we'll have deep roots, and we'll be able to withstand the storms of life. So when Satan tries to blow us over, our strong roots in Christ will keep us from getting knocked down. Let's listen to Apostle Neil A. Anderson to teach us about this. My young friends, the world will not glide calmly toward the second coming of the Savior. More concerning than the prophesied earthquakes and wars, are the spiritual whirlwinds that can uproot you from your spiritual foundations and land your spirit in places you never imagined possible. Sometimes 
without your hardly noticing that you have been moved. The worst whirlwinds are the temptations of the adversary. Sin always has been and always will be a part of this world. But it has never been so accessible, insatiable, and acceptable. Challenges will come to you, but as you trust in God, they will strengthen your faith. In nature, trees that grow up in a windy environment become stronger. As winds whip around a young sapling, forces inside the tree do two things. First, they stimulate the roots to grow faster and spread farther. Second, the forces in the tree start creating cell structures that actually make the trunk and branches thicker and more flexible to the pressure of the wind. These stronger roots and branches protect the tree from winds that are sure to return. You are infinitely more precious to God than a tree. You are His sons or His daughters. He made your spirit strong and capable of being resilient to the whirlwinds of life. The whirlwinds in your youth, like the wind against a young tree, can increase your spiritual strength, preparing you for the years ahead. How do you prepare for your whirlwinds? Remember, it is upon the rock of our Redeemer, who is Christ, the Son of God, that you must build your foundation. For when the devil shall send forth his mighty winds, his shafts in the whirlwind, when all his hail and his mighty storm shall beat upon you, it shall have no power to drag you down because of the rock upon which ye are built. Faith in the Savior helps us be like a tree with strong roots. Then we can withstand spiritual storms, like temptations in hard times. Did you guys hear how the Apostle mentioned how Satan is constantly fighting against us? So much so that we might not even notice that we've been moved or we've been blown off the covenant path. Can trees move? No. Well, why not? Because the roots ground them. Exactly. The roots ground them. Paul taught this. If ye continue in the faith grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which ye have heard, and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven. Listeners, what can you do to strengthen your faith so you are rooted in Jesus Christ? I am Kaylee Taylor. I'm eight years old. I live in Arkansas. What can weaken your faith? is yelling at people and making fun of people. What can strengthen your testimony is teaching people about Jesus and being kind. I am fine. I'm tiny old. See? Some people. Um, I'm a tall and simple. Um, I'm tiny and, and I'm five. Yeah. In my years in Arkansas. What are some things that weaken your faith? Pride and being mean. What are some things that strengthen your faith? Reading the pistons. Reading scriptures, okay. Yeah. And how to do Church. And how to do the pimple. When we have play dates, we like to pretend that our dolls are missionary companions. 
Doing this helps us be missionaries now and prepares us for missions when we're older. Whenever I pray, read the scriptures, or do something good, I feel happy. It feels like I'm hugged by someone I love. I know it's the Holy Ghost. When I was baptized, I felt cold because of the water. Then, when I was done, I felt warm and clean. By being baptized, I took a giant step toward Christ and our Heavenly Father. The Holy Ghost makes me feel happy, glad, and strong. Healy, GH7, Santa Cruz, Bolivia. Game time! Game time! Paul suffered many trials, but he was happy because he had faith in Jesus Christ. We are going to play some movie quotes about happiness. Can you guys guess which movie they're from? Your neurotransmitter levels are elevated. This indicates that you are happy. So, I'm happy to report, and you'll be happy to hear, I'm taking life one game at a time. Oh, I just love happy endings. Oh, I, I'm so happy, I, I think I'll give you a, a kiss. Hefty, happy poo. <laughs> With a hefty, happy appetite, he's a hefty, happy poo. Bella? Are you... Happy here with me? <laughs> yes, and you must be... Happy, ma'am. That's me. Come on, Jesse. This is what it's all about. To make a child happy. And you know it. No man cub was ever happier. Ha! Boy, Jafar's gonna be happy to see you. <clears throat> happy birthday, dear Jumbo Junior. Happy birthday. <laughs> You. I feel happy. I feel happy. Just like last week, the epistles we are reading this week were written while Paul was in prison. But they are some of the most joyful, happy scriptures in all of the New Testament. One of them is one of the most popular verses in all of the Bible. Do you recognize this scripture? While the Apostle Paul was in prison, he wrote a letter to his friends, the Philippians. Paul didn't want his friends to worry about him. He wanted them to know that God was giving him strength and joy even in a cold and lonely prison. Philippians 4, verse 13. I can do all things you like to train for me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me.
defends me. Okay, imagine that you guys are in prison while Paul was writing the epistle to the Philippians. Let's listen to what he wrote and look for the words rejoice, peace, and content. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, rejoice. The Lord is at hand. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things, and the God of peace shall be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Why was Paul able to rejoice and feel peace even while he was in prison? Listen again and try to find the words, Lord, God and Christ in the verses. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, rejoice. The Lord is at hand. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Whatsoever things are true, Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things, and the God of peace shall be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Paul's faith in Jesus Christ made it possible for him to rejoice, even while he was in prison. So if we're like Paul and we have faith in Jesus Christ, we can be happy even during hard times. Let's listen to some stories about how Christ helped some different children when they were going through hard times. A few months ago, I was struggling in school. I felt bad about it because my friends weren't struggling like I was. I was frustrated and disappointed with myself, and I thought no one understood me. But then I watched General Conference. I realized that the Lord understands me perfectly. To find help and comfort, I need to grow closer to Him. My problems have a solution if I focus on Jesus Christ. Sometimes I don't understand why I go through hard things, but the Savior does. He knows what I'm capable of. I know that Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ love me and can help me improve if I put in effort. At times in my life, I've struggled with feeling alone, but when I went to an FSY conference, I felt comfort and peace from the Holy Ghost. This helped me know who I truly was and that the gospel is true. I started to look towards Christ and trust in Him and His atonement. I realized that He knew me and understood what I felt. My perspective has changed, and now I'm trying to help others come unto Him. I was born with a disease called jaundice. Something went wrong during the treatment of this disease, so I partially lost my hearing and got a type of cerebral palsy. That makes it difficult for me to make certain body movements and have balance. 
School was hard because of the other kids. They pushed, hit, said mean things, told lies, and stared. I couldn't fight back, so all I did was pray. Sometimes my prayers were answered right away, and other times the answers took a long time. But I trusted Heavenly Father, so I kept praying. Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ have helped and empowered me. I've learned that Heavenly Father and the Savior do not place limits on us because of physical conditions. They are loving and patient, ready with open arms to teach, strengthen, and help us. My physical conditions haven't limited me because when any obstacle appears, God is there with an outstretched arm. I just need to turn to Him and ask for help. My mother battled cancer for about three years. I was almost 12 when she died. After she passed away, I felt a little lost. On my 12th birthday, 13 days after my mother passed away, my friend Joseph came to my birthday party. He handed me a present, gave me a hug, and whispered in my ear, I'm sorry about your mom. That meant everything to me. He showed that I was loved and that people cared for me. When dealing with our loss, my dad always found time for us to do family things together. Serving others also helped me a lot. Even though I was sad, other people were having troubles too. I helped them, and that made me feel better. There were moments at night when I cried. At those times, I felt comforted when I turned to the Lord and prayed to be happy again. I remember thinking that I knew I would see my mom again. I'm still sad my mom's not here, but her passing hasn't felt as final as I thought it might, because I know I'll see her again. The Savior died for us and took upon Himself all our sins. I know that He knows our individual worries and problems. Because of His sacrifice, we can be resurrected and have eternal families. That knowledge really helps me. My life is pretty normal until the winter of 2020. I was sick with what we thought was an infection. They told me that I had leukemia and that we have to go to a hospital to get more answers. I was in the emergency room all night and I started my chemotherapy treatment only a few days later. I have been feeling a bit better recently and I hope to be able to go to school again soon. It isn't easy though. The chemo has many side effects, including a bone condition called avascular necrosis that makes it difficult for me to walk. In spite of it all, maybe even because of it, I have grown so much closer to my Heavenly Father. Now I have a deeper understanding of the Atonement of Jesus Christ. I used to think of His Atonement as something you needed only when you made a mistake. That's part of it, but relying on the Savior is also something that has helped me feel less alone. Jesus Christ has taken upon Himself all of our afflictions and sins, which means He knows exactly how to help me as I experience leukemia. Going through any trial can feel very isolating, but through Christ's atonement, we can take comfort in knowing that He truly understands what we're going through. Game time! Can you help us complete the following sentences? I can be in the dark and still see things if I have a... I can be outside on a hot day and still feel cool if I have a... I can break my leg and still get around if I have a... I can be too short but still reach things if I have a... I can live far away from my grandparents and still talk to them if I have a... I can be outside in the rain and stay dry if I have a... I can have hard times and still find joy if I...
Do you want to know why I rejoice in the Lord? When I'm sick, I can feel happy because I know Jesus Christ will help me get through it. When my husband's busy working really long hours, I can rejoice in the Lord because I know I'm not alone taking care of my kids. I know Jesus Christ is with me to strengthen me. Anytime I have hard times, I know that Christ can strengthen me. Isaac, why do you rejoice in the Lord? I rejoice in the Lord because if I get hurt, like if I twist my ankle in soccer, I know Jesus will um, heal it and make it better. All right. Thanks for listening. That's all we have this week. Share our podcast by telling a friend about us. And until next time.